Uh, last Sunday morning, I talked to you about an, a New Testament character. Really, he was an Old Testament character who found himself in a New Testament world. His name was Simeon, and he was a man who was in the temple at, when Jesus came. And I was going to tell you about another lady uh, who was also there uh, on Sunday night, but Sunday night we had the children's music. So, And the whole time I was preparing that message for Sunday night, I thought, you know, I really would like to preach this message on Sunday morning. So when we had a little, we used a little extra time in the evening service, it didn't bother me at all. I was right ready to preach this sermon to you today. And I think it will help us start the new year as we talk about this elderly saint who was in the temple at the moment Jesus came. So I'd like you to open your Bible. We're going to look at Luke chapter 2. We're going to read verses 36 through 38 of Luke chapter 2. Continuing this uh, emphasis of the time, right around the time Jesus was born, and when Jesus was brought to the temple, and the Bible says, And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years and had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. Now, uh, we studied in our Sunday school lesson last week that women usually got married around the age of 15 back then. I know that's really young for today, but then it was a normal age to get married. And so if she lived with her husband seven years, that means she was probably 22 when her husband died, somewhere around there. And then, as a widow, to the age of 84, she never left the temple, serving night and day with fastings and prayers. And verse 39 is talking about the very moment that Jesus came into the temple. At that very moment, she came up and began giving thanks to God and continued to speak of him to all those who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. Once Jesus was born in Bethlehem, it immediately made a difference in the lives of people. Uh, it made a difference in the lives of the shepherds who lived outside of Bethlehem. Mary and Joseph would never look at the world the same. There was a wonder, a wonder that resided in their hearts. And, and Luke speaks of all these events that were associated with the birth of Jesus. Uh, and he talks about them as memories that Mary treasured. And the word means to guard something so that it will not be lost, to preserve it, to keep it. And so some days after Jesus was born, Mary and Joseph took Jesus to the temple. And in the Gospel of Luke, we see these two older saints who both happened to be there on that very day. The first was this old man named Simeon we talked about last Sunday, waiting for the consolation of Israel, waiting for the one who would come and comfort Israel. And God let him know that he wouldn't see death until he had seen the Messiah. And once he had seen Jesus, he said, Now I am ready to die. I'm ready to depart in peace. And last Sunday we talked about, I asked a question, Are you ready to die? And we've said, You're not ready to die until you've seen Jesus. Uh, Simeon embraced Jesus in his arms. And you need to embrace Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you've not done that, and if you haven't done that, 
you're not ready to die, and not only so, you're not ready to live. But here is Anna also who is there. Anna was in the temple at the very moment Jesus came. What an opportunity. At that very moment, she was in a position to see him, to worship him, and to give God glory for him. Uh, So she didn't miss his presence. And so we want to think about why Anna. That's the first thing I want you to think through with me. Uh, Why was Anna in the temple at the moment Jesus came? And that's the question I hope to explore this morning. So this passage of Scripture records her experience at the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. At the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The first time he came to his temple. She was there at that very moment. Now, did you know that the Bible tells us that Jesus is coming again? The same Jesus that was born in a manger. The same Jesus that Simeon embraced in his arms and blessed God, saying, Now I'm ready to depart in peace. The same, Simeon, the same Jesus that Anna saw. The same Jesus that, that, that lived and died on the cross that same Jesus is coming again. So as we explore why Anna was in the temple at the first coming of the Messiah, I want you to answer this question. Where will you be? And what will you be doing at the moment Jesus comes? Now let's explore the reasons that Anna was in the temple. Number one, Anna was in the temple at the moment Jesus came because Anna was devoted to her Lord. Grief entered her life at a very young age. We talked about how young she might have been. My mom's dad died when she was 12. Her sister was six. Uh, My grandmother lived as a widow from that time until the time of her death when she was in her 80s. She lived as a single woman. She was a single mother. So you think about Anna. doesn't say she had any children. just says she was a widow. She lost her husband. But instead of taking that grief and becoming bitter, she devoted her life to the Lord. And the Bible says that all those years, she never left the temple serving and worshiping night and day with fastings and prayers. So many people in the church... Maybe you're one of them. Have had their lives touched by grief. What will we do in response to grief when it comes? What, how will we handle brokenness when it comes into our lives? How will we handle disappointment and make sure it comes to all of us? Will we be mo- more devoted to the Lord or will we choose because of our grief to give Him the cold shoulder? The Bible says that Jesus is near to the brokenhearted. Anna must have experienced that after the death of her husband. And she grew, she drew great strength from being in God's house. I still believe that's possible today for people to be strengthened and encouraged by being in the Lord's house on the Lord's day. And I hope that it'll be one of those days when Jesus comes and that you are in church where you ought to be and that I am in church where I ought to be, and that our hearts will be devoted to the Lord. It was no coincidence that Anna was there. She was always there. Serving the Lord was the passion of her heart, and it had not just come to be so. From the time of the death of her husband, she 
became deeply devoted to her Lord. Number two, why was Anna in the temple? Anna was in the temple at the moment Jesus came because serving the Lord, worshiping the Lord, was the passion of her heart. I want to tell you something about worship, your worship and my worship. It is so very important that you express your worship to the Lord Jesus Christ. The word serving also means worshiping. She was not just doing things. Her heart was focused on the Lord and on His goodness and on His grace and on His mercy. This morning we sang wonderful, merciful Savior, precious Redeemer and friend. That's how Anna felt about God. And she was serving Him, worshiping Him there in the temple. Let me tell you, uh, that was very important. And so what kind of experience did Anna have in the temple on that day that Jesus came? Well, it was an experience no less significant than that of Isaiah when he saw the Lord high and lifted up and seated on a throne and the train of His glory filled the temple. Do you know what the New Testament says about that experience? The New Testament in the 12th chapter of John, John's writing and he's telling how some people didn't believe in Jesus. They didn't believe in Jesus. Although they saw so many signs and miracles, they didn't recognize who he was. And, and, and John went on to say, Isaiah wrote of this. He said, when he said, who has believed our report? Uh, who has believed this testimony that we've given? Isaiah said this, John said, because in the temple he saw his glory. Do you know who he's talking about? In John chapter 20, 12, verse 41, he's talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what John said. That's who John said that Isaiah saw in the temple. And this day, as Anna was in the temple, she saw Jesus. And what a wonderful experience it was. She had spent her life devoted to her Lord. She served the Lord. That was the passion of her heart. And Anna saw Him in the temple, not seated on a throne, but carried in the arms of His mother. She met the Lord there because she was in the temple at the very moment that Jesus arrived. Where will you be? And what will you be doing at the moment Jesus comes? Will you be in the bed? Will you be at the lake? Will you be on the beach? Will you be shopping? Will you be involved in some sinful activity? Have you ever been embarrassed? you ever been caught with your hand in the cookie jar? You know what I'm saying? You were doing something wrong and somebody saw you and you were so ashamed. Before, nobody knew it, but when you got found out, you were so embarrassed and so ashamed. Can you imagine being in the wrong place at the wrong time, doing the wrong thing at the moment Jesus comes? Where will you be and what will you be doing? Anna was always in the temple. It was the delight of her heart to be there. Well, You, you might say, well, Brother Eddie, I, I'm here every Sunday. I hardly ever miss... I suppose that's true for many of us here. I'm here every Sunday too. But I wonder if we're here and we're present with the same passion and purpose that Anna was present in the temple. The Bible says she was serving and worshiping the Lord. And the word means both. The form of that very word is used 
in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, where Paul said, Therefore I, I beseech you, therefore brethren, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And another translation translates it a little more specifically, which is your spiritual service of worship. Anna presented herself to the Lord. She said, Lord, I'm a widow now. I have no one but you. So I'm going to give myself to you, and I want you to use me. I'm going to worship you and serve you for the rest of my life. That was Anna. At the moment Jesus comes, will you be serving and worshiping the Lord? Now I know the Bible says here that she never left the temple. Does that mean she was there 24 hours a day? I don't think it means that. But I, mean, I think it means that she was so devoted to the Lord, His Word, and His work that her whole life was centered around the temple. At special events, she was there. When there was nothing but a prayer meeting, she was there. Whatever was going on, she was there. Number four, Anna was there because she was hungry for God. She was so hungry for God that sometimes she didn't eat. That's exactly what it says. She served the Lord with fastings and prayers. She talked to God constantly. Some people probably said they couldn't feel God's presence in the temple, like sometimes people say about their church. But Anna fasted and prayed and waited for His presence. Did you come so hungry for the Lord today, so focused on worship, so focused on hearing His Word and singing His praises that you forgot to eat? Or did you purposely not eat so that you could come early and pray for Him to come and say, Lord, I would love for you to be in our church today. I would love for your presence to be here. What was Anna waiting for? What was she looking for in the temple? Well, I want to remind you, like most of us, Anna had experienced some disappointment in her life. Disappointment is life. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to have grief. You're going to have discouragements. You're going to have setbacks. And Anna had experienced that. Her husband had died. She'd never remarried. But instead of looking for fulfillment in some other relationship, Anna sought to find her fulfillment in what God could do for her. Next, Anna was in the temple at the moment Jesus came because Anna was waiting for Jesus, just like Simeon was. They were waiting for Jesus. They were, she was among those who was looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. She was looking and waiting and longing for a Savior. Anna was waiting for Jesus. She'd been waiting for over 60 years. And the Bible says at the moment... Jesus came at that very moment. Anna was there. Where will you be? And what will you be doing at the moment Jesus comes? Now, how did Anna know that Jesus was coming? Well, very simply, the Bible told her so. God had taught her from His Word to look for and to wait for the one He had promised. Last night in my Bible reading, I read from the little book of Habakkuk. The little book of Habakkuk talking about God's promise coming true. 
affirming that though it was long delayed, wait for it because it's certainly going to happen. And of course, that wasn't talking about not only the first coming of Jesus, but it's looking far forward to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible tells us that we need to be looking for a Savior, looking for our Savior to come out of heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ. She'd been taught to to look for Jesus as a little girl. How do I know that? Because of her daddy's name, Fanuel. You know what her daddy's name means? The face of God. Every time she called her daddy, if you ever call your daddy's name, but she thought about her daddy's name, my daddy's name means the face of God. I wonder if her daddy lived that kind of life for her, lived a good and godly life so that a little girl saw a reflection of God in her daddy's life. I hope that you're that kind of dad, that you're living the kind of life so that when your children grow up and think about you, they will say, my daddy taught me what a loving father was like. I understand God and I trust God and I feel good in God's presence because I had a good daddy. And so her daddy's name meant the face of God. And so do you know who she saw when she saw Jesus? You remember what Jesus said? He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. She didn't see him on the cross. She didn't see him coming in the clouds of glory. She didn't see him on a throne in the temple. She saw him in the arms of his mother, but she saw the Messiah. John wrote, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. For most of her life, she had been waiting for Jesus, looking for Jesus, and longing for Jesus. And where was she at the moment Jesus came? She was in the temple serving like always, praying like always, worshiping like always. Where will you be and what will you be doing at the moment Jesus comes? You know, after such a long time, Anna could have just given up. She could have decided, well, I guess I'll never see Jesus in the temple. I'll quit coming. I'll quit praying. I'll quit giving. I'll quit worshiping. Some people treat the church like that. We look at the church and we come Sunday after Sunday and we say, well, you know, nothing ever changes. We've heard all these sermons before. We've read all these promises before. Where, when is all this going to take place? And we get just, just discouraged. Maybe things aren't going well in our life. We've had some disappointments. And so we've sort of written the Lord off. That's why the pews aren't full every Sunday. Because if people really were looking and longing for Jesus, expecting his arrival, if they haven't given up long ago, we couldn't contain the people who ought to be in this building. Jesus is coming again. You know, how do we know that? Because just like the Bible told Anna that Jesus was coming, the Bible tells us we looked not long ago at a verse from 1 John. 1 John 2, 28. Now little children, abide in Him so that when He appears, we may have confidence and not shrink away from Him in shame at His coming. Where will you be and what will you be doing 
at the moment Jesus comes? Will you be ashamed or will you be praying and waiting and worshiping and serving at the moment Jesus comes? Finally, Anna was happy at the moment Jesus came. She began giving thanks to God. She started telling everybody about him. What about you? Will you be happy at the moment Jesus comes? The Bible says that some people will start praying at the very moment Jesus comes. Did you know that? Some people are going to start praying, but it'll be too late. Here's the prayer they'll pray. They'll pray because they're afraid of Jesus, and they will pray to the mountains and the rocks, saying, Fall on us and hide us from the face of Him who is seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of their wrath has come. And who can stand? So will you be happy like Anna at the moment Jesus comes? Or will you be terrified like those people in the book of Revelation? Where will you be? And what will you be doing at the moment Jesus comes? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this story in our Bible. It reminds us, Lord, of how we need to be ready it reminds us, Lord, of the urgency of the moment, the hour in which we live. Help us, God, to be devoted to you. Help us to be hungry for you. Help us to be constantly worshiping and serving you in spite of any delay perceived on our part or any disappointment that we might experience. Oh, God, we want to be happy in that moment. We want to rejoice in that moment. We want it to be a glorious moment, not a moment that we're ashamed and ask for the mountains and the rocks to fall on us and hide us. So, Lord, I pray for anybody here who's not ready or not as ready as they ought to be. I pray, Lord, that in this moment they will seek to be all that you want them to be as they ask you to turn.